Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, Scott Edwards, and with me today is a very special guest. I'm very happy to have him on. Peps, how are you? Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm glad to be here, and I'm finally, after the AW talks of the last few weeks or last few days, <laughs> we can finally talk about some Joshi. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been, I've been counting down the time until this show for that reason alone. Uh, because it's been a busy week for everything that really isn't Joshi. Joshi's always busy in a way because <laughs> they have so many shows and it's a five-star Grand Prix, but that seemed like nothing after the past couple of days. Um, yeah. But what we did have this past weekend, what I thought was some more really, really good matches. We had some major matches for the likes of Micah, which is very fitting that you were on this week. <laughs> Uh, we had big matches for Mayu Iwatani, a lot of points, a lot of change. So I thought this would be great. We're also going to talk TJPW building to uh, Wrestle Princess 3. Their card is taking shape. It's very interesting on some of the decisions they made. And we will do a Q&A at the end. So lots of fun here, and we will get into it. Um, of course, we always start this show with stardom. And, uh, Peps, what was your overall thoughts on this past weekend for Stardom Five Star Grand Prix action? Um, yeah, so we, we had the two shows. The, the first one in Takamatsu, I thought it had, I, I thought it was the, the worst five star show mm -hmm. yet. Mm. I, I kind of think mm. that, that every match kind of 
a bit under delivered in some mm. form, especially the main event, but we will come to that later, I think. Mm -hmm. And the, the Hiroshima show was, was really good, I thought. Um, yeah, I, I still think that it's it's not definitely not the best week we have. I think right. people have had some better ones in the upcoming weeks. But I still think it was a good week for Stardom. Even it kind of went down with all the other stuff going on in wrestling right now. Yeah, this felt like their weekend off in terms of they see what's coming up and they know how, you know, difficult that will be. Because after this weekend, so this weekend they go into the Budokan, they have Cork, and then the next two weekends after that, they have three shows each, and that's the finals. So it's like, you know, if they need to take a break on one or two shows, this was probably the weekend to do it. Uh, I still think we saw got some great matches, but I definitely yeah, agree that 100%. Saturday was probably the worst show. Mostly, and and let me let me say this: it's probably the worst show because of the quality of matches that were scheduled and how much they underdelivered. I think that's the way to look at it because we did have worse cards at the beginning yeah. of this tournament, but those weren't expected to deliver to the point that these were. Uh, so I think you really hit it on the head there. Uh, let's start with that Takamatsu show. Uh, we're not talking about the tag team matches or the Fatal 4-Way because, uh, come on now. We don't, we don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty, much um, expect, uh, pretty much everything went like expected there. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't have even began to try and tell you why I needed to watch those, but I did. And that's that. Yeah. I mean, Waka's back. That's about all I can tell everyone is Waka is back losing. So that's important. <laughs> all right. Well, nothing changed here. No, no, but she did celebrate her birthday this week, so congratulations to her. Another yeah, year, or was it her birthday or anniversary? Either way, she's still going to lose. Um, doesn't really matter. Uh, all right, so the first five-star match we had here was Hameka versus Mai Sakurai, with Mai Sakurai picking up the win. And someone messaged me uh, a great point this past week that – it wasn't Momo Kogo that replaced Tekla. It was my Sakurai. And I said, wow, that's a great point. <laughs> I, didn't really, I didn't really think about that until after. And I was like, oh, no, that makes sense. Because I think my Sakurai has, what, eight points now? Yeah, she's 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, um, that's terrifying. I actually had another comparison. I kind of think she's having the Unagi 2021 five star run, mm, mm, where she's just you know she's like right now transforming from a rookie to a mm. established mid carder. Now mm -hmm. she's like beating like Himeka. I think she, I mean she she beat Himeka. She beat Unagi, who are both way above her in the card, like at least before the tournament. She yeah. also beat Kaguma in the build up to the tag title match, which right. is kind of surprising. Yeah, and also she, mm -hmm. she won here with the my punch. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a great point. Yeah, I, I think, I think that's a great comparison because I think this year Unagi's been so much. It's just so weird watching Unagi because it's like, oh, you mattered so much last year. Now you're just kind of here. Uh, but I think that's a great, great comparison because of the big win. And obviously, this is her biggest. Um, for me, the best part of this match was just Julia and Micah laughing at Hameka after the fact. I thought that was fantastic. I was like, yeah, I'd laugh at her too. Um, otherwise, the match was, you know, fine. Yeah, it was totally a fine match. Nothing 
kind kind of boring because mm-hmm. I mean if, if I watch it, I just waited for the moment where like Kimika finally finishes her, but <laughs> kind yeah. of surprising ending. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, we don't have to focus on that one too long. Let's move on. Starlight Kid versus Ami Saray. Starlight Kid got the win. Um, this was an interesting match because the way they've been treated so far in the tournament, it does feel like Starlight Kid's the underdog. But, mm-hmm. but man, she she packed a punch in this one. I thought she was really, really solid, as she always is. But, you know, I'm someone who I am not as big on Ami Saray as other people, and I'll admit that. But I thought she had a good weekend. I thought she did have a good weekend. I think even in defeat here, she looks solid. Um, it was just an interesting dynamic because Starlight Kid obviously is like not an underdog, but she's also small and like can play the underdog so well. So it was fun to see that dynamic. And it was nice to see Hami lose and she wins all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was a total power versus speed matchup here. I, I just think Ami is doing really well in five star. I still think mm-hmm. same same for Mirai that she just needs to get some mm. things together to like get fully on the level of the other roster members. Yeah, but man, she, she's gonna she's gonna win the uh, future of Stardom title like a month and then run it till she can't defend it. Oh yeah, poor Harmon's already group. lost. Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> after oh, after yeah, the Hannah Sun- no Sunday shows, <laughs> after the Sunday show. Oh, well, Adam lost. I think you know what's funny with Mirai and Ami is that they have a lot. They they do a lot of the opposite things correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like Mirai has such an incredible connection with the crowd and all this charisma. While Ami's really, I, I will admit she's better in the ring in some ways. Not always. I think I think Mirai's still very good in the ring. But they definitely, like, have the opposite thing going. But the fact that they are both clearly developing in this tournament means a lot of good news for God's eye and just them oh, yeah. because they're they're in such a high role that they need to be yeah, yeah. even better. Um, yeah, God's eye, God's eye, it's a fact. I think, I think you're also really mixed about them. And, they, uh, yeah. and, and I think with, with Inaba, it's, you know, my, my problem with them is just they don't really have a character yet. And with Inaba mm. joining, it doesn't really help. Right. But over the tournament, it just shows that, that Mirai and Ami slowly can, can translate into their character they're getting. And mm. Shuri isn't then alone. Because Shuri is also not really the most charismatic, most... Yeah character-wise wrestler in the promotion. Yeah. It, you know, that's the funny thing with the God's Eye is that we know Shuri can, you know, be kind of crazy and be have a lot of fun and stuff yeah. like that. But the way they're presenting her and the group and her it as a champion, it just can't happen right now. Yeah. Um, it, it just, which is so funny. Yeah. And, yeah, kind of, I think there was, like, Especially at the beginning, like they, they had a new DDM, and I kind of see that. Especially Mike, Mike and Mirai are kind of the same mm-hmm. wrestler, and and Himeka and mm-hmm. Himeka and Ami as well. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that that the, the, the thing Mirai has like the charisma that Mike kind of lacks in some form, especially at the beginning of her run in Stardom. Yeah. While Ami lacks the charisma that Himeka had at the beginning yeah. of the fight. 
which which is kind of funny that the road seat has changed. That is that is a great point too. And you know, I like I think it if they grow like Micah and Hameka have, they'll be perfectly fine, I think. And oh. I think they are. I think we're watching it as we as this tournament goes on. Um, but that is funny that they have the also the reverse of their yeah, comps. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, I the moment where I walked in, I was like, oh, she should she should just learn from Micah. They do so much of like the they have the set they have the same style of offense. Obviously, they do a lot of things differently. Uh, and then yeah, then Mariah moved on, so it didn't really matter. But those two are great comps, and I look forward to those two whenever they get in the ring because of the just the idea that they're going to clothesline the hell out of each other and layer the hell out of each other. <laughs> awesome. it sounds so it sounds so wonderful. Um, all right, uh, let's move on to the match where Tam Nakano decided to take a break. Uh, Tam Nakano versus Saki Kashima. This was pretty much nothing. Um, Saki yeah. Kashima got, got the win, which I feel like you just expect at this point. Um, this was Tam's night off. If you, Tam always takes a few nights off, and you know I, I love her for that. This was one of them. Uh, the match, you know, just kind of happened. I did like the finish though of how Saki won. You know, with kind of rolling through for the revival. I thought that was very good. Yeah, um, Saki Kashima is just just a spoiler in the tournament. She always like gets beat up most of the match in the end, finishing stretch, and she randomly puts off out of nowhere because she finally wins it. Um. Nothing too shocking here. I think, yeah, Saki's just a good spoiler. You can always believe her roll-ups that it finished, that it could finish the match. And it, I think that Temnakana's match of the weekend, like where she really try, tried, was in a second light against mm-hmm. Micah, obviously. Which is great because we'll, you know, we'll get to that and what they did last year comparably. But oh, yeah. uh, it, it was a great sign uh, between those two. Left me wanting um, another match, which is always great. Uh, Julia versus Mina Shirakawa. Julia, as as I said last week, she she has found her stride. She is not losing anytime soon. She once won once again here. I felt like half the match was in a figure four leg lock, but yeah. they did they did do the funny thing where they rolled all the way out to uh, the ramp. I, not the ramp. There's no ramp, but the walkway. Yeah, um, walkway. I thought that was very funny. But this this well, this was the match that happened, and I was like. Okay, this is one of those shows where, like, the matches that I expected to be a little above average, yeah, we weren't getting that tonight. And that's okay. As, again, as we said at the beginning of the show, not everything needs to be absolute, you know, knock out of the park. But this this was upsetting because I expected more based off of how Mina's been in this tournament. Yeah, that that's what I just wanted to say. Like, like if when Mina wants to wrestle, she's, she's really good and maybe a bit underrated compared to what mm. people see in her. Because of course, at the same time she's doing like the cosmic rule stuff or or the, uh-huh. or the whatever the feet gimmick, what is not mine. <laughs> I I would love to see her in like a bigger singles match, in, mm. like when she really decides she wants to fully go out and wrestle there. Because yeah. then I know she she can put on a really good match, mm. and that's kind of the thing with Mina here for me. Uh, Julia Julia seems to be better than ever. Um, I, agree. I think she's maybe she she needs to win this year, and if not, it's, I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I think 
I think as this tournament's gone on, I think a lot of us picked Julia to win anyways, but, like, it's never been more apparent that she needs to win and she needs to win now than her performances this year. Even with this match being underwhelming, it doesn't matter because the rest of her tournament's just been spectacular. This weekend, she's got Mayu Yutani. You know, the rest of the tournament, she's still got so many big matches, so it'll be very exciting to watch. But my one thing is... If Mina Shirakawa does get another big singles match down the line, which I'm sure she will, just don't do the Joker thing. For the love of God, yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Like, just wrestle like you can, because then I won't mind it. Like, when she had the match with Hameka right before the five-star, she didn't do that, and that was the first time I walked away saying, oh, Mina, you're you're still in there. Like, you, you, <laughs> your, your talent's still in there. That's nice to see. Um, so I'm I full agreement with you that if she wants to wrestle, she can, and and she should. Yeah, uh, and yeah, obviously with with Julius, just I just want her to win it, so the the invincible red band brain is out of the way because she will win it. We all know it, and she should win it as soon as possible, mm. so we have it out of the way, and yeah. the other talents can have just the spotlight that she's having right now. It's true. It's true. We do want as my. It's it's so funny because I want that rain. I want to. But we have reached the point where it's like, can we just get it out of the way already <laughs> so we can move on to everything else, the uncertainty? Because I think that's the one thing. And Shuri winning was never a bad thing, but it's like, okay, let's get to this match so we can. And, and we're going to get, I think, another Shuri defense, um, which we'll talk about right here, uh, with Shuri versus Micah. Micah getting the big win over Shuri. Uh, I think. So what these two were in trouble with was that everyone going into this match was going to look at their match from last year's five-star, which was, you know, phenomenal stuff. And anything less than that, it was going to be a letdown. I thought this match was really solid, probably the best match on the show. Yeah. But it definitely didn't. It, it felt like they were saving a lot, which, as I said, Michael won. So... Micah getting a title match is a possibility now um, because, you know, I don't think Koguma or Saki Kashima are. Um, they could always do Utami again. But yeah, if um, they have time before the Grand Prix person, Micah seems to be that person. Um, yeah, I thought the same, but the backstage comment kind of applied to me that then Micah only wants to get a Red Bull title shot if she wins the five-star because she pretty much said that she wants to deserve the Red Bull shot in winning the five-star, mm, which... which mm -hmm kind of makes it seem like that they really want to go with the Utami challenge at the, I, I think it's the Osaka show. Yeah. The, the yeah, big pay-per-view right. between the, yeah, between the Tag League and Queen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's gonna be Utami versus Shuri. Um, yeah, for the match, they went a totally different way than the last year's match. And last year, I kind of competed with the never opens title style match that New Japan has with like Ichi, but it just threw bombs at each other for like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Here we had rather a kind of typical Shuri Red Belt main event style of match, just in shorter, but it really began really slowly and then just, just picked up the pace and ended really quickly, like compared to other Shuri match that normally goes like 20, 25 minutes. Um, mm -hmm. I think the yeah. finish was really interesting. Um, yes, yes. Really uh, dominant. 
that's what I was just about to hit on, and I'm happy you brought it up. Uh, this was probably the most dominant someone has looked against Sherry <laughs> I, I, ever in stardom. Like, I, if yeah. you just think back to Sherry and all of her matches, most of her losses, you know, they're not usually seen as dominant. Like, even Utami's win early in this tournament, she just she just hit her with BT bomb, got it. Micah looked like she had been dominating her the entire match. This was she was the champion. It was very convincing and it was very good to see because Micah is someone that I said if Tam Nakano isn't fighting Julia in the finals, I wouldn't be shocked if she was like the Momo finalist this year in terms of well, she's not gonna win, but she'll be there, she'll put on a great match, she'll get an accolade from that. And while I, I still think it'll be Tam and Julia in that final, yeah. I still um, wouldn't be shocked. They've built they've built Mike up really well in this tournament, which is awesome to see. And this match, despite not being up to the standard that they set last year, it's still accomplished so much by her looking like an absolute beast against her. Um, yeah, 100%. The thing is also, I also thought, yeah, okay, Mike could actually make the final because they started to really tease it in, in, I think Tokyo Sports also made like a report or put on report like yesterday where they talked to Michael and Michael like straight up said she wants Julia in the final. So they're really teasing it. Mm. I don't know if it's going to happen because, yeah, like you said, they, they kind of teasing Tam versus, versus Julia number five or whatever, like over the whole <laughs> summer at this point with the whole TDM Cosmic Angel feud with the boy yeah. turn. Then now, during the, during the, I think it was a Julia versus Poi match after the match where they like had a small stare down. Yeah, I think it's 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 likely the final. But yeah, if if it's not Tam, then it's most likely the winner between Himeka and Himeka and Micah. Yeah, which, which and... would be Micah, obviously. But <laughs> exactly, I yeah, I, I'm I if. Micah is going to the final. I think she beats Jamaica that final night. If not, I could see that be one of the very, as we know by now, there's not going to be many draws in this tournament. Um, I could see that be a draw to eliminate them both because they're both kind of going to be around the same points as, as we can tell by now. Um, And I'm really, I'm really intrigued for that. I think a a lot of people are looking forward to that match. since you know, we just haven't seen it. And, I definitely yeah. think it'll come down. It'll come down to that because I think we'll have an idea going into that final night. But even keeping Micah Hameka in contention is smart because it makes their match that much bigger. Um, and I think a draw would fit it if they just you know beat each yeah, other. Yeah, if yeah, I know people hate draws, but I think that one would be an actually really well utilized draw i think there's yeah, a big difference uh, there. Yeah. as long as it's a 50 minute time to draw and not like a double count out i think people would be okay with it as long as right. the match quality right. is hits up with that absolutely make it the 15 minute never the double count out i yeah. never want the, i never want the double count out uh but yeah. all right let's let's move on here because we'll talk a little bit more about micah in a few minutes but mayu iwatani Versus Sayak Kamtani, obviously a match that I personally had circled on the schedule, and I've had many scheduled on the circle, so that's not really saying much. 
But the best way to say this match, it was underwhelming. It was nowhere near what we have seen from Saya this year. It truthfully was nowhere near where I've seen Mayu this entire tournament. I think Mayu, despite not having all of her big matches until the final half, has had a really good tournament, you know, against the likes of Hanan and Mm. Ida. You know, she's having these really good matches with people that are the lower base. So you just know what these two can do. And it did feel like they were saving something. And then I was like, well, that's great that they're saving something, but there's no title match coming from this because Saya Kamatani won. So that stinks. But I did like how they did the finish, um, even though it made me sad because it felt like they were just getting going and then it ended. Um, yeah, 100%. Um, I kind of feel that match was kind of like suffered a bit under the time they got. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's with a lot of the matches. Even like people say, yeah, they're happy about the 15 minute time draws. I think that a lot of matches could be way better if they get like three or two or three minutes more. And mm-hmm. that was definitely one of them. I mean, it went like went like nine to ten minutes, I think. And yeah. this one could have been so much better if they got like fourteen. Yeah, I think, I think that's the crazy thing, right? It's like it's a fifteen-minute draw, which you know is fine. I think there's been a lot of great matches, but they're just not going anywhere near the fourteen no. minutes, let alone the fifteen minutes, the majority yeah. of the time. We, we had we had four matches over fourteen minutes this five-star tournament. Three of them with Shuri and Micah versus Utami. And it's it's surprising because there's a lot of matches you would think, yeah, okay, they're going nearly 15. Or predicting at the beginning, we thought they were going 15. Uh, yeah. But but even like the big matches uh, go like 9 to 10 minutes at this point. And it's cool because mm-hmm. it's kind of like saves something for a future big match. Yeah. But of course, we... I have no clue if we ever see Isaya Kamitani vs. Mayu in like a big title match anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So I think if they would go like like 30 minutes, have like a really good match, I don't think they would take anything away from their title match in like three years. No, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> and I just, I would like to see them as this tournament gets later to f- go a little further on the clock. I think they will because they just, pretty much have big shows the rest of the time anyways like every show is i think there's only like one or two shows the rest of the way that aren't at least in the ediano soccer arena number two um which is crazy to think about but yeah we got a lot of corkins left we got a budokan left we got the final left so hopefully they pick it up this match was definitely not to the standard i expect out of them to still solid work just you know nowhere Nowhere close to where I would have dreamt that these two could go. And hopefully we get to see it someday, but I will not get my hopes up for that uh, because there just doesn't seem to be a place for it right now. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. 
What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But let's move on to the Sunday show. I think the Sunday show was just so much better than that mm-hmm. Saturday show. Um, just a lot of great action, some upsets, a little bit of everything on this show, starting off with Momo Kogo getting her first two points of the tournament <laughs> by beating Saki Kashima. And when I say first two points, I mean it might be her only two points. But good for her. Yeah, yeah. Um... I th- I think that the, they had like a beginning segment where Saki Kashima gave Momokogo her photo book, which, which was kind of funny, I think. And Momokogo giving a cool response that she wants to get the two points by herself instead of just laying down. And, and Saki Kashima is still laying down and obviously <laughs> doing what Saki Kashima do the best. Yeah. Just, just, it was like five minutes long. Nothing really, really happened here, like in the match. But in the end, Momokogo got got the win with, with the La Marie Stroll and she deserves to win a lot. <laughs> she She's eating a lot in this tournament and like even as she, she wasn't even planned to be here in the first place, she she got her two points. I think she's going to be the last two she will have here. Like like you said, I mean, I don't think she's going to beat anyone else. No, so, she has... She, she has been really good at giving people two points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a role. I mean, they they don't really plan her to, to push her yet. I, I don't think she's getting like a big, big push. But she's definitely someone who should stay in contention for the high speed belt and, and the artist belt. And that's perfectly the fine role for her. Her next two matches are against Shuri and Tam Nakano. So uh, uh, I hope she okay. enjoyed those points. I hope she enjoyed those points because uh, those those two will probably wreck the poor girl. Um, all right, Saya versus Saya. We had Saya Kamatani versus Saya Ia. Um, I thought this match was really entertaining. I think, especially after the day before this of uh, Saturday show, where I was like, Oh, this is kind of lifeless in the undercard. Uh, this really woke me up, you know, right off the bat. You know, it didn't go to like the the place where I'd be like, oh, you got to watch this, must-watch stuff, you know, not like match guide type stuff, but it's, it was just really solid action. I think Sai Ida has done that a few times with some of the higher talents in this tournament, mm-hmm. um, and this was one of those cases. Sai Kamatani, you know, she's just been fantastic all year, and it was nice to see her do this after, again, I still think the Mayu versus Saya match was better, but... Yeah. In terms of expectations, this definitely did a lot better of exceeding mine than that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, definitely was one of the best matches of Saida in the tournament. Maybe with the Julia one, the best one, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Saya, I mean, Saida is kind of here, just, just here and losing a bit here and getting some upset wins. So it's totally fine. It was totally a fine match. They totally did well. I think I think that that Saya Kamitani still needs like the 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 really big big 
big match here in the tournament that like that confirms her match quality over the year because she had the one against Hazuki that was really good but I still think she has a better one in the tournament in her and I hope she can get it in the last few matches because she has good good wrestlers in the last few matches I think she has Susan in the weekend and I think that's going to be fantastic and that's going to be her best match of the tournament easily. yeah for for me I think I always want out of these wrestlers like a few great matches to really showcase who they are. Like you said, she has the Hazuki one, but other than that, it's like, well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she, she's uh, definitely taking time off here in the tournament because, I mean, it doesn't matter what she do, does because yeah. she's not winning it and she knows right. it. Maybe the Starlight Kid one too at the beginning was really good. Yeah, that was but, awesome. uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I agree. I'm still waiting for you know, maybe her signature match of the tournament. Um, but her beating Hazuki probably gave that one a little more, uh, little more to it than I think people realize because, you know, that was Hazuki's first loss. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, again, with this match, I think the one thing, and it's funny because the Star Crusher's so, like, nothing now, but I still was shocked when Saida kicked out of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was cool because, like, okay, at least she's like, you know, not at a least she's child. Hanan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that. Congratulations to her. Um, I did think I did think it was kind of crazy that she had to lose to the 450, but I was like, okay, well, you know, I feel like you could have saved Saya from doing that this match, but that's fine. That's fine. You could have just, you know, did another Star Crusher and called it a day. But good stuff here. Uh, let's move on to what I thought. I thought these final five matches really. We're, they really remind me of like the tournament I'm watching after yeah. again. I can't stress like that Saturday show was so underwhelming that these five matches to me were like, yes, this is this is why I love this tournament. Um, even even though I don't think we got any like anything close to a match of the tournament um, contender or anything, but it was just really solid wrestling, which is sometimes all you look for. Uh, but Ami Saray defeated Hazuki. Hazuki dropped her second straight match Ami Saray with the big win um this was one of my favorite Ami Saray matches so far um yeah. and I know a lot of people have liked her you know match with Mirai Momo um but this one this one really jumped out to me I thought I think it's so funny because like Hazuki's losing now you know she's not in her winning she's not in her winning run anymore but the energy and the physicality that she brings to her matches is just so good. And I thought Ami met that really well. Um, and, of course, Ami Saray's finisher is one of the best in wrestling now. <laughs> it's just fantastic. She killed Hazuki here. Absolutely yeah, killed her. Fant- uh, really, really, really good match in terms of I didn't expect it to be one of the better matches of the stardom weekend, but I thought it was. Yeah, 100%. Um, Hazuki's just on a run that, that is amazing. She's having constantly the best, one of the best matches of the weekend every week. Um, this was definitely Emi Sori's best singles match in Sodom, I think. All right, I'm happy we're in agreement there. I don't, um, want, I, I don't yeah. want anyone to fight me about that because no, I, no, I, you I, know, I, I admit I'm a little lower on Emi Sori, but I thought this was, you know, her best. Yeah, that, that was definitely really good. Um, uh, she, she did really well here. Um, yeah, l- like you said, her finisher is Jesus. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you compare it, I don't really want to compare it, but but the if you compare it to the say it, say it. Thunder Rosa one, it's, it's another <laughs> level. I mean, I knew that you can clearly see that Thunder Rosa just just you know, okay, she's saving her opponent, but no, yeah. I'm just straight up bumps her in the head and. I mean, she doesn't care if you have a head after it. It's okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I also think Amazon has a really good moveset. I think her her um, blue thunder bombs also looks also really good. It also looks like she's doing it like really mm. easily, which is surprising because she's pretty still pretty unexperienced. Yeah, I, I think she has like a bit bit more matches than Waka, like only like like twenty more or something, which which is surprising because she's she's like really good for for experience. I like. But but she still needs a lot of more work to to get on the level of of like Hazuki here. I think you still saw the the quality difference between those two, and yeah, Hazuki's just just um, she she's not winning. Um, I think that's yeah. obvious after winning the first seven. She's most likely yeah. losing another five now. Yeah, like the yeah. four of them. It was it was so. I feel, I felt so bad for some people. Because they're like, oh well, because I kept saying, oh, well, Julia's still winning this. And they're like, well, Hazuki seven us. Like, yeah, so <laughs> like she's gonna lose, and then when she starts losing, it just happens. Like that match against Momo on that final night is set up for her failure. It it just reads that. Uh, but it's been a fantastic tournament for her. She still has some great matches on the way, including one with Mayu Iwatani, which is a big, big one that we've been waiting for pretty much a year for since the moment she walked back. It seemed like Mayu was going to be her first match back, and then that didn't happen. Um, and then, we'll so we, and then she joined Stars, so we definitely weren't going to get it, but now we will finally get it. Um, and then Ami Saray has a lot of points. I think she's at uh, 12. So... Nope, not 12, 10, 10, 10. Sorry, 10. I looked at Saya Kamatani's name. Saya Kamatani also doesn't lose, and I don't think a lot of people are talking about that yet. But her losses yeah. are coming. Yeah, she, she has now a six-match winning streak going into the next weekend. Um, I think I it's going to be interesting because I definitely see that, that Susie could beat her. And But if not, I mean, Saya is having a lot of momentum. If people don't talk about it. Because she's the white belt champion, we know white belt champion is not winning the five star. Oh, she's gonna lose to Mirai. For anyone that's wondering, yeah. I feel like that feels like an obvious one. Because then they don't have to run back the match if they don't want to. Like, well, like we saw last year with a few of the uh, title defenses. All right, speaking of Mirai, Mirai absolutely folded Momo Watanabe like four different times in this match to get the win. <laughs> Um, I thought this was really, really solid, and, and, and I walked away from it saying, wow, they could have, like, an absolutely fantastic match. Everything hits, because I do think there were some, like, moments where Momo and her were a little off. Uh, mm -hmm. Momo's kicks weren't hitting like they usually do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and if she, they, she, like, and, missed straight in a row. Yeah. Two straight and, but if they do hit, then they mm -hmm. have something special here. Um, I think, like we've been talking about really throughout this, is that Mirai has grown a lot through this tournament. Uh, growth that I think some of us were still waiting for. Obviously, you know, Mirai has a lot of fans. I'm a fan of Mirai, too. I think she's really good. But mm -hmm. seeing her against all these different opponents has been a real great challenge for her. Um, I still think her best opponent is Suzu Suzuki, funny enough. But this had potential and shows me... Hey, if this is ever a title match, 
it has potential, something to look forward to. Um, and her winning with Lariats was very interesting. Didn't expect that, uh, but Momo loses another one. Mariah wins another one. Uh, Mariah's not winning this tournament, but she's going to have her respectable number at the end. Um, yeah, Momo, I, I think they did kind of tell the story with Momo and and like whenever she goes to the ranch, it costs her the match. Like like mm-hmm. here as well, she, she pulls the ref in front of her, goes for the ranch. Mirai just just straight up murders her with the lariat. Goes in the ring, hits I think four more, and straight up finishes it. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the I uh, maybe they're telling something bigger about this that that Momo needs to realize that she doesn't need the ranch because yeah, she, but she doesn't. <laughs> I, I hope, I really hope it's a story because the wrench kind of annoys me a bit because it always takes a bit away from the match because she always goes yeah. like either for the ref, either ref bump happens or like Oedetai pulls the ref away for a second. Yeah. And it's kind of getting really predictable now. It's like, it's like I think it's, I don't know, I think every nearly every loss of her in, in the fights included the wrench. I think also the, the one against Shiri included the wrench. Um, so I I hope they move on really quickly from it. Um, she she really doesn't need it. It it gives, doesn't give me much anymore, and I, I just wanted to be <laughs> to be ending the, the whole wrench thing. Yeah, I and, like the story of the wrench being her yeah. downfall. I think yeah, that's, that's a good way to do it. And hopefully, once she realizes it, they'll get rid of it. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Momo Watanabe is a great heel. And she doesn't need a wrench to prove that. I think I think we've seen that throughout the whole tournament. Um, but yeah, I think you you really hit it on the head there. Once she gets rid of that wrench, I think we're in for a great great run for Momo. And I think she's had a good heel run. It's just I think a next step happens when yeah. the wrench is forgotten forever. Yeah, I know people stop believing in it, but I think they they, they just use the wrench and the stove wrench. Maybe maybe I'm wrong here. But I think they kind of use it to like postpone a bit the push while they're mm-hmm. having not the biggest plans for her. Yeah, I, I still, I'm still in the belief she's gonna get the red belt run. I, I oh yeah, it, it's she's like still 22. She's so young. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just hope it happens sooner or later. I hope it's not like oh yeah, you you are in a company for now uh, for 10 years. Okay, cool, cool. We're giving you the red belt run because of your loyalty. I want it to mm-hmm. be because she is. She, she like, because they, they want to give it to her. Yeah. Yeah, she she jumps out as someone, as a potential person to beat Julia down the line. Will she beat Julia? I don't know. But she is one of the potential names for when Julia gets that reign that you could be like, oh, I could definitely see that. Um, yeah. We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. But I'm with you there. I think she still gets her run. It's just, you know, they have different things to do right now um but i do think she's in that role to be world champion as a heel i think uh she's very good at it and whenever she gets to that point i look forward to it but yeah all right yeah i, I said yeah, it a bit on twitter thing? yeah i said it a bit on twitter but but i think that heel momo is like the most interesting moment for me like as an overall wrestler mm-hmm. I, I especially for the last few months or like last year where she was in queen's where she kind of like she just was there, and she really needed to change, and I think it's really helped her a lot. I mean, we, she just feels like a way bigger star to me than she did before. Like, yeah, I, 
I don't know if it's just me because because I really never watched Right Bird Run like when it happens only like afterwards. But she just feels like to me she's a way bigger star now for me, and she just got the last things needs to get the last things together, and she's like the perfect top here for the company, especially especially when Starlight Kid turns slowly babyface sooner than later again, which should happen and will happen. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we know that's coming. I I agree. She can easily be the top heel if that's where they want to go. You know, Stardom doesn't have a lot of heels and face uh, a lot of heels. I should say they yeah. have plenty of faces. But Momo as the established top heel makes a lot of sense. Uh, all right, Tam Nakano versus Micah. Uh, to say that they made up for their very much underwhelming match last year would be an understatement. These two had an all-out sprint, but it was a, it was really entertaining. It was really good. Uh, Tam Nakano, you know, clearly wasn't trying the day before, so that she could try on this day. Her and Micah. They showed me that they do have the chemistry that we all hoped for, and they they did they accomplished the job of wanting me or leaving me to want more out of these two down the line. Uh, just really entertaining. So I thought the finish with you know Tam hitting the three uh, violet knees and then the violet screwdriver was fantastic. It, it was funny to see that follow up because as we talked about, Micah had the dominant win over Shuri. And then yeah. Tam Nakano comes right back and does that. So a little interesting story there. Big weekend for Mike. I thought she had two really, really good matches. This one, for me at least, being the better one. Um, and Tam Nakano seems like she's on that road to a potential win. Uh, she is now at 10 points. So keep an eye out for there. How did you enjoy this one? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was similar to the Shuri, uh, Shuri match from like the level. The, the difference was here for me that I totally didn't expect it to be that good. Because like you said, I went into the match and was like, okay, wh- which which Tamna kind of will we see? Because last year's match against Micah was like, yeah, it was okay. Kind of underwhelming considering what they both can do, especially it was like in a curricane hall, which which should be normally they go all out. Here, here in a smaller venue, they they just fully did a total sprint. I I kind of think that was Tam revenge for the the Poi versus Julia match, where he just like f- dominantly finishes Micah after after seven eight minutes, and. Yeah, um, I think they did really well here. The, the, it, it all builds up to the Julia versus Tom Nakano final match. Um, mm. Considering that, that Tom beat both of the cosmic, uh, both of the DDM members in her block, all, all three actually, and, and Julia beat all of the Cosmic Angels members in their block, it all screams for me for the Tom Nakano Julia final at this point. Yeah. And yeah, the, the match itself was, was really good. I think they did well. Um, um yeah. I yeah. think what what I notice here is um Micah Mike has to hit her discus lariat sometimes when, when the when the opponent is running t- towards her and sometimes when she's just standing and spinning. <laughs> and I think that that happened because especially at the beginning where she pulled it out against everyone that some just didn't know how to take it and just right. randomly ran into her when she was still spinning. And I I think that the when she like the Tamna kind of ran into her and she spins and hits the discus lariat, it looks so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. 
it's so much better and I think she shouldn't really it's it's kind of like the, the burning candy of Mizuki. She shouldn't pull it out against everyone. Um mm. it, it I I don't know who it was. I I think it was was it Hina or was it Lady C? One of them just just straight up botched the spot botched the spot, yeah. botched the spot and it just didn't look good at all. So I'm glad she finally was able to like hit a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I agree with you that it should be it doesn't need to be used every match because when she hits it usually against top competitors they usually sell like death and that's what it looks the best so i think i like it i love it as her setup move for you know when she's finishing someone off i think it's been a great addition but i do look forward to seeing how she kind of mixes it in more and more as matches go on because like you said, it, it some people don't do it as well as others either. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or take it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really good match here. Um, and then let's move on to the final two matches. I thought the final two matches were the best matches of the weekend, just by a smidge. Uh, Mayu Utani versus Natsupoi. This was this was they went down the road that I hoped. Uh, they made Mayu Utani kind of that killer bully that she can be whenever they want her to or whenever she wants to um sometimes i think it's the best version of her which is kind of crazy because it's Mayu Utani and she has she's yeah. it's not a bad version of her but oh my god she she was rocking natsupoi but natsupoi came right back um it was towards the end of the match where she hit that uh natsupoi hit that kick um mm-hmm. where she like does the spin and she's like on the ground and I thought that was like perfectly hit. And the way they shot it was like you just kind of saw Natsupoi's foot come from out of nowhere and clean Mayu's face instead of like just all of Natsupoi. I thought that was really well done. Um, the back and forth between these two was just so entertaining. And it was one of those matches again where I was like, oh my God, just keep going. I don't want this to end. It was so it was so entertaining. Um, and and that's where I watched. I think we're gonna watch the switch flip for Mayu for the rest of the tournament now. Now that she pretty much has every big match left, this was the beginning. Even though she lost, you know the yeah. way she looked after she lost, she was like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta get my shit back together." Um, not to the point, you know, she's had a very good tournament. We've talked about how all these people have had great tournaments. But I think Natsupoi's had a very underrated tournament because we know that she isn't winning. Yeah. But she's still having really good matches. Like, you know, last week we watched her get absolutely killed by Julia. This week, Mayu kind of was looking to play that role, but she had a lot more offense, and her offense was hitting hard which I thought was notable. Maybe that's a sign of things to come from Natsupoi after kind of getting bullied by Julia in a lot of ways. Um, I really enjoyed this one, and Natsupoi won out of nowhere, which was a great shocking win because instead of Mayu looking shocked, she just was pissed. I thought that was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, this especially was her second roll-up loss in, in two days now. Mm-hmm. And next one next one is Julia. On Yeah, next one is Julia, and that's going to be really interesting because the last match ended in a... I think it was was it a I think it was a thirty minute time to draw or was it twenty? I think um, it was thank you. Oh, with Julia thirty. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely going to be interesting how they do that in fifteen minutes. 
what they're going to do in 15 minutes because their last last two matches, also the 5 to 1, 2021 one, nearly went 20 minutes. It's going to be interesting what they can fill in in 15 minutes from their other matches. But yeah, I, I loved their match from last year's five star. Yeah. So they can definitely, it's good. Like you said, it's going to be interesting. They should definitely go close to that 15 minute mark. Um, yeah, they, they shouldn't should. do it any shorter. I think 14, 30 would be really good for them. Yeah, definitely. And for Nuts Point, Nuts Point screams like to me she's getting the big singles push next year. Uh, yeah. She's she's like right now in the tag team with, with Tam, and they will move on eventually from that, and then Poi slowly gets into the wild belt direction. Maybe mm-hmm. wins it. I don't know. There's like a lot of people who could win a white belt next year, especially considering who wins it from Saya. If 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 it's if it's Kyrie, there's a good chance that Poi defrauds her. Yes. And yeah. There's a really good chance that Poi defrauds her, and I think that the Poi's character and how she like like presents herself just fits perfectly to the Cosmic Angels. I think even I was kind of like. Yeah, a bit mixed at the beginning. It, she just fits perfectly in. She's now, I she's now taking over the, the, the Unagi role where she's just getting the, the sidekick push off of Tam, and eventually, unlike Unagi right now, I think she's eventually getting the white belt. Unagi's gonna get her title as well, but but not as soon as as Natsupoi. Mm-hmm. And I. And I, I say, I've tweeted this out before, but Natsupoi feels like she is, like, everything the Cosmic Angels are supposed to be. Yes. And she really embodies the idea of it, so I'm really happy that, you know, she's the one likely taking it over whenever Tam is ready to move on, um, which is great. Um, and this match was great, so... Yeah, definitely worth checking this one out, everybody. I think you should check out everything after the tag match, truthfully. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. I think that's how good the show was. Everything was really solid, at least after that. Uh, Mayu Yutani. Oh, one second. My computer fell asleep. All right, Shuri versus Hameka. Um, you know, Shuri had the big back-to-back here. This time she got the win, her first win in a long time, it feels like, which is crazy to say about Shuri, but that was the case. She beat Hameka. Um, I thought these two had a really good match to really follow up on their title match from earlier this year. Um, it did feel like it was a little more 50-50 than that title match, which was great to see because, you know, Shuri can't go to her. And that was when Shuri was, like, in her prime, like, okay, this is what my title matches are, and you're going to do it. You know, since then, she's changed it up um, a lot to make her title matches all feel fresh. But that was back then. So seeing them get to go in there and Hameka really get to bring it to Shuri, I thought was great to see. Um, I still prefer their title match because I thought that was a really good title match. But this was a really good main event. And it was... It was really... It, it was the Shuri from last year that I've been looking for in this tournament. Um, I know she hasn't always faced, like, she's not facing the same block that she did last year either. I think that's worth noting. It's like she only has so many opponents that are, like, above a certain tier that you expect her to go all out against. I mean, when you're wrestling, you know, Saki and Koguma, no offense to Koguma, but her tournament's been terrible. Um oh. 
you know, like when she's wrestling all those types, it's like, well, I don't expect that great. Um, but when she goes in there with someone like Hameka, they really, uh, they really shined. And I like seeing Shuri win with the stretch muffler. I think it's become one of my favorite ways for her to win because one, she can do it at any time, but two, she just makes it look so painful that it works out really well. Yeah, especially since from the very beginning she starts to work over the lag of Mecha and, and it just pays out mm. well. I think it was like like ten seconds before the time of draw where Mecha just needed to give up, which yeah. which also shows she is nearly on the level of, of Shiri on the right day, mm. but but still a bit below her. I think that's yeah. gonna be an interesting one for the future. Whenever they meet up again, likely next year the five star. I think there's a there's a good chance that that he make a beat Shuri next year, but but that till then we have a lot mm -hmm. of time. Yeah, I think the the, the match buildup was was kind of the same as the Shuri Mike one, where it's like they had a slow beginning and then like picked up. Yeah, but I think the, the the spot they had was way better. Um, that mm -hmm. that kind of side just fits into the main event instead of like like in the middle of the card or like upper mid card title, um, right. upper mid card match. But that was like perfect for the main event, perfect way to end the end the weekend. Shuri finally gets a win after after three losses in, in a row, which which is a lot for Shuri in singles matches. I, I looked Crazy. that up. She had ten singles losses in stardom. Two of them were in the Cinderella, and four of them were in this year's five star. That should show enough Insane. how much um, how much she's she's actually winning. Um she's now there for like two and a half years. Signed for now two years, yeah. Signed for two years. It's ten losses. It's, she she's the most protected rest in the roster. And oh most pushed as well because she would like everything at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she she is the most protected or most protected, most dominant wrestler in stardom since Io Shirai. Yeah, likely. And it looks like she's the she could be the one to reach the ten defenses in the for the first time since you're sure I Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's crazy, but I, I do love that they've embraced Shuri, uh, because you know, anytime you embrace someone that's so good and they 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 match it back with just great performances, I can't help but appreciate that. Oh yeah, um yeah, I, I think it's gonna be her her big run in Stardom. I don't know if they have anything like like big planned for her after her Red Belt run. But the the way she she's just I mean she's just having great matches here and there. E even people are saying her World Title run was a bit underwhelming, hmm. which could be <laughs> because we have seen everything from her yet. Um, we yeah. have everything from her last year, and she's just you know wrestling the same style pretty much over and over again in the title matches a bit besides one or two switches um yeah i, I even i think she's like like the best wrestler on the roster if she decides to um it's it's really about time that she maybe moves a bit down the card for a bit and like yeah just get, gets a bit fresh again yeah i That's think you'll from shiri in the next 12 months I think that would help her a lot um, yeah. because she has been the main focus for over a year now, um, at least like as a main event star, like it's been Shuri, 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 Shuri. Um, and I do, I do agree, which is why I think the Julia run will come at the perfect time. 
um, which should be soon. But yeah, that that is this past weekend shows. We're gonna quickly go over this coming weekend shows, which are just two stacked cards. Um, one on Sunday they're at the Yokohama Budokan, and then the next day they are at the Corkin. So lots of good stuff here. Uh, the opening match will be a battle royal: Saida, Momokogo, Micah, My Sakurai, Lady C, Hina, uh, Ruaka, and Rina. You, you know, you, I read all those names. You would think Micah would win, but it's a battle no. royal. I won't even begin to guess who wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the main card here is really exciting uh, because, yes, we get to see live five-star matches for the first time since the first weekend, which is just kind of insanity to think about. But also, there are title matches, which are always welcome. Um so you start at the bottom of the card, which I think is an exciting match for other reasons. Um, we have Shuri and Tomoka Inaba teaming up for the very first time since Inaba joined God's Eye uh, to face poor Mino Shirakawa and Wakasukiyama. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how those two work together because Inaba learning from Shuri is as perfect a fit as any. And... Yeah. Yeah. It should be it should be excellent um, to see how she develops over time. Uh, this is just the beginning, obviously. She's not in stardom full time yet, but I'm really looking forward to seeing oh, yeah. how they work. Um, yeah, that is coming. Um, I I pretty much said on a, a few times already uh, on Twitter, especially that Inaba is kind of having like like the Mika role here. Like like she she still rests for JTO, and it's oh. Only a matter of time till she, till she joins Stardom full time. I think she's whenever she loses the belt, they will announce she's leaving JTO because mm. nothing against JTO, but you aren't going to JTO to stay there forever if you no. actually want to make a career in wrestling. Um, Ina, Inaba and Shiri's working together going to be interesting. I think that's the tag tag team for the tag yeah. league for really Shiri. Looking forward to those two. If not, Konami comes back out of nowhere, which I don't. Well, that would be great too, but I am not. I'm not getting my hopes up for that. I mean, we don't know if she's ever coming back. Um, I hope so, but it doesn't look like she's coming back every time soon, full time at least. Um. Yeah, Inaba's Inaba Inaba's gonna pin Waka in like I don't know, like like in the most Inaba's way possible, just kicks her kicks her <laughs> and the more Inaba kicks the more we can be happy because she you know she switched to like a more submission based oh, yeah. game and I'm like no 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 this is not what you're doing you are you are uh, here to kick the life out of people you do it so well already <laughs> yeah the, the the thing is um that that's just tap out that that's the style Takamichi Nuku trains yeah. um you can see it in, in Micah, especially at the very beginning, where she was like just a yeah. technical wrestler who crapped a lot, and now she's like like clearly nearly a full powerhouse. It's crazy. Also, like that Micah was a technical game, wrestler, like, like a lot of muscles, but that's <laughs> just the way. Yeah, that's just the way. Just tap out trains the wrestlers, like pretty much the basics, and then from then on, when they move on to another company, they can advance, or, like enhance whatever style they were going to. 
the day Inaba signs is the day we can all celebrate. Um, yeah. Unagi Sayaka versus Risa Sarah. Oh, boy. Um, that is a Red Stars block match. Uh, not many thoughts, but I think that could actually be a kind of, you know, d- don't expect a lot, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was really good because Risa Sarah beating up on Unagi can be really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Unagi, I think Unagi is at her best when she's like like getting beaten up and needs her comebacks, like babyface comebacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the match is really interesting because I don't know that it's 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 such a weird such a weird match up on paper. It's something that you <laughs> really not know what you can expect. Yeah. Um, I I guess that that Risa Sarah wins here to to get more and more into the uh, more and more into the top spot before the five star ends before the last day against Shiri. But I also could see that that Unagi wins here, but because Unagi needs when going like she's now one and four and nearly eliminated if she loses against Tam, I think. Yeah, I think if she loses Tam, she's eliminated pretty much. So I both could win here. I think that that Risa Sarah wins that one, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I'm looking at. Unagi's upcoming matches. I think Risa Sarah can still win this one. Yeah. Um, you know, Unagi's not going to be in contention, obviously, but I do no. think that she will get some wins against maybe not top top opponents, but you know, I could see her beat Azumi, and I could see her beat a few people like that if they want to give her a big win in this tournament without it being you know <laughs> too big, like last year where she beat Tam. Uh, Hameka versus Saki. An interesting match um, on paper because I don't, I don't, I never know how to judge Saki matches in this tournament because, like, she has been as steady a, a wrestler in this tournament as any. In the fact that she's not going to give you anything that's like out of this world, or at least I don't expect her to. But she's also not going to give you anything like absolutely awful if that yeah, makes she, sense that's like the nicest way i could say that um she's just she's going to give you a fine solid match i think her and her maker should work fine yeah yeah of course um her, her big matches will come later i think she still needs to face i think she still needs to face shuri and utami and and obviously tam on the last day so her interesting matches will come um yeah like she's now two three I mean, she, she has a lot left. She, she's gonna get her wins, but but Himeka's gonna win this one, I think. Yeah, that Just would make that would recover make from the last two matches. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Um, and then on the final match in the Red Stars block, we have Utami Hayashida versus Azumi. Definitely a match that, if you've paid attention in the past, this can be really, really good. Not really shocking between these two. Always fun to see Queen's Quest go head to head because we don't get it all that much, but when it does happen. Mm-hmm. It usually delivers. I'm really looking forward to this one. And when it comes to who will win, I think, based off of records, it will be Utami, who is currently at 4-2? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Utami's 4-2, Azumi's 5-2. Yeah, so I think this will be an Utami win, but Azumi will give you like that wonderful heart attack, Azumi Sushi, to make you think that she won yeah, for a yeah, second, yeah. which will be um, great. 
yeah, that that one that one could like I mean the, the card is really good, but that one could could be like a really really good match. Maybe even the best if they get enough time for them. Mm-hmm. Like okay, it's Azumi. Azumi needs like eight minutes to have an amazing match. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't need that much time. Uh, it, I think the best way to title it is it can be a show stealer. It can yeah, be definitely that dark stealer. horse match of the show. Uh, all right. Title matches here. The Artists of Stardom Championship, Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe defend against the challenging team of Koguma, Kazuki, and Hanan. I think this match has a lot of potential to sh- surprise some people um, because of how good Hanan's been in the five-star. Obviously, Hazuki's been incredible, and Hazuki and Momo are going head-to-head, so you know that's going to be fantastic. And I think Koguma might wake up for this one. So, fingers crossed there. But I, I trust the champions to deliver as they off, often do and as they have this entire reign. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the winner should be obvious. I mean, Hanan is in there. I don't think she's winning another <laughs> yet. Um, yeah, it, it's really hope that's... I mean... That that Starlight Kid gets something out of Kuguma. Not not that Kuguma's like currently bad, but she leans a bit too much about her com- comedy style, which which pulls me out of the match a lot because she knows she can wrestle, and I don't think she needs to be like a bit lazy to like because she's not winning or something. But yeah, just just she she knows what she can do best, and that's the high speed style and with with. Um, Starlight Kid, I think if Starlight Kid can get the best out of Kuguma here. Right. And she needs to. And Koguma's a great, great wrestler when she feels like it. It's just a matter of she will feel like it. And usually in these matches, it's pretty much the Hazuki show, so I'm not really worried. You know, Hazuki's yeah. almost always tagged in during their tag matches, kind of like uh, Julia was always tagged in for ALK's tag matches, so... Should be good, but Hanan will be taking the loss here. And finally, the other championship match before we get to the Blue Stars block, uh, the Goddess of Stardom championship on the line. Tam Nakano and Natsupoi make their very first defense against Mirai and Ami Sarei. Uh, no question Tam and Natsupoi are winning here. All I'm asking for, and this is a very simple request, is that Mirai and Ami Sarei have a better match with them than they did with F. WC. I think that's possible. I think seeing that we've watched Mirai and Ami Saray both improve in this tournament, uh, I actually have high hopes for this one. Yeah, um, Ami Saray and has he, uh, Ami Saray and Mirai just don't have the, the, the chemistry for me. Like as no. a tag team. Maybe, maybe, I, I, I think they're both re- so much better as singles wrestlers than they are as tag mm-hmm. team wrestlers. I mean, I need to compare them again to to the obvious one, to Mai Himei, who's like a tremendous tag team and really good, really good singles wrestler wrestlers. And I hope they get the chemistry over the time. I mean, it's I think it's definitely gonna happen as soon as the tag league happens, because then they have constantly big tight, uh, big tag league matches yeah. Where, yeah. where they just need to need to need to give it all and work together as a team. Um. But yeah, Cosmic Edge is going to retain. I think the next, I mean, the, the next defense or like one of the next defenses, obviously against Omai Julia, they kind of tease it at, at the Julia vs. Point match. So yeah. I, yeah, I totally fine with um, 
with the Cosmic Edges winning. I mean, they're only like, like not even a month into the title reign, and they're going to hold the title for a bit, at least right. till Queen. Yep, I agree. Um, and then the final two matches are Blue Stars block matches, maybe the best one two punch of the tournament so far, which is saying a lot. There's been a lot of great one two punches. Uh, Saya Kamatani. Versus Suzu Suzuki. Suzu Suzuki still looking for her first win in the tournament. And she now fights the Wonder of Stardom champion. Uh, I think I think there's potential here. Well, potential for this to be the match of the night, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, potential even for this to be the match of the tournament. Will they get to that point? That's asking a lot. But I think there's potential that Suzu could even pick up an upset here. I, I because Sai is sitting at six and one. Losses are coming soon. It's just a matter of who she loses to. Um, Su Suzuki would obviously be a welcome one because there's a potential title match to follow. But it'll be interesting to see because, you know, we haven't seen these two work together, but they're both so talented that I have all the confidence in the world that they deliver. Oh yeah, um, Suzu's on an amazing run right now. I think she she can like have the best match with everyone there, w- which should say enough because she's like twenty now. Yeah, she's twenty. Yeah, I think she just turned twenty. Yeah, it's it's she she's outstanding. She's one of the best young wrestlers in the world, if not the best. Together with with Azumi and Starlight Kid, especially in Stardom, she she just she ju- she is on a level where she can have great match with everyone in the roster. And she will show it here again. I think, yeah, Sia's on a run of a lifetime. They're going to have a great, great match. Maybe the best one of Sia's five-star run. I think that, that to predict Suze's uh, matches are pretty hard because we don't know how the first two ended for her. Because obviously she did a match with Emmy Sore and Starlight Kid got postponed because of her getting COVID. Yeah. Um. So now she's like... Oh, three. Maybe she would have been two, three by now. So it would be kind of. Hard. I think she would have had points by now. <laughs> yeah, she definitely would have. Been, definitely would have been two of them. Um, I think there's definitely a, definitely a good chance for an upset here, which is insane that we say upset, but uh, it's good. What what Susie is outside of stardom. Um, it also would make sense that that Risa Sarah as a prominent leader. Is getting red belt shot and and Suzu as the as the mm. second is is getting the white belt shot, but also here the question is, we don't know when the match with Carrie is happening, because she there's a good chance that size never happened at this point. Carrie <laughs> and then everything what happens in the tournament to size doesn't yeah. matter. Right. No, you make a great point, and we're we'll be we'll be waiting for that match forever. Feels like we already have yeah. waited this long. Um, I I, th- I think Kyrie said on Twitter that she's waiting the challenge again. So I guess it's uh, happening in Quidem in, in oh, December. That's so far away. It makes sense because you obviously you want as many big matches on that show as possible. It's so far away. Uh, I guess I can wait though. Uh, Mayu Yutani versus Julia. Uh, we've kind of talked about this match throughout the show already, so it's not yeah. like we have much to preview here. But it should be excellent match of the tournament possibilities. Um, you know, they've had, they had their absolute phenomenal, uh, 30 minute draw at the beginning of this year. Now you see Mayu and Julia go in there with 15 minutes, um, based off of what they've done in this tournament, especially Julia, I just expect absolutely fantastic work. And I think 
if you had to pick a main event from the show, this absolutely should be it. No question. Yeah, it, it should be the main event, but considering we have title matches here, I don't know if it's main yeah. event. Right. Um, if I, it's not main eventing, that's a prime. That that's like the top contender to be the first draw. Mm-hmm. Um, what would also make a lot of sense considering that that Julia can't lose much anymore. Consider no. if if they want to give her the win, uh, the block win, and Mayu is also like now four free. So if she wants to be like in the contention in the last few days, she definitely needs to pick up a win. If mm-hmm. she has anyone winning, then I think it's actually Mayu. But I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if Julia's winning. And f- for the last thing, I will get to that in the Kurikan show because because I have like a theory here with, with Hesse. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we won't do a full preview for the Kurikan, um, but I will let you make your points. So I'm gonna read off the card here, um, and then you can give your main point. So the card for the Kurikan Hall show is Tommy Hayashida versus Mai Sakurai, Shuri versus Momo Kogo, Tam Nakano versus Nagi Sayaka, Azumi versus Risa Sarah, Saki Kashima versus Saki. We finally get Saki versus Saki. I know everyone's <laughs> so excited. Um, Mina Shirakawa versus Ami Sarei, Natsupoi versus Hanan, Hazuki versus Saya Ida, and Mayu Iwatani versus Suzu Suzuki. Yeah. Um, s- straight to the point, um, Unagi's definitely getting the upset again over time. Um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like so confident about that because she, she definitely needs a big win in this tournament after mm-hmm. losing a lot. Um, and and I, think that, I think that that side is going to roll up Hazuki. It, it just makes too much sense. It's, it's one of the few points Saida can get where the story is there, right there with student versus mentor. And I just think with, with Hazuki's downfall happening right now in the tournament, I think that's the that's the one that she really can lose against important card wrestler. Yeah, Hazuki's losing. She might very well lose out in this tournament. Um, she'll be in contention on that final night, but Saida, um, I think then she's got Mayu. She's winning against Hanan, maybe, but but she's if if yeah. there's any win coming for her outside of Hanan, it's that one. Yep, I agree. Otherwise, um, I think it's- because you know she's got to be able to have enough losses that Julia could catch up. Seeing that Julia did lose to Hazuki, so Hazuki has a tiebreaker. Yeah, that's also right. worth. That's why. That's why Hazuki needs at least three losses. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, that was the stardom um, of the start. I was gonna say the chapter, but it was it was <laughs> like a book. Uh, that was the that was the stardom part of the podcast. If you want to hear. Me and Pep's thoughts on the TJPW uh, card as they build to Wrestle Princess 3, as well as some of the Q&A questions that we'll be answering, depending on how much time we have. You got to subscribe. You got to subscribe to the Patreon. If you've gotten to this far, that is what you got to do. So thank you for listening to us talk about all the greatness and stardom as we have a huge weekend coming up. Uh, It'll be a lot of fun to talk about that next week. But until next time, either subscribe so you can hear us more, or we'll talk to you next week. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.